If you've ever been in a situation where you set a goal for yourself, a really massive, scary, incredible goal that's making you like, oh, can I do this? Whether it's, you know, you want to hit seven figures or six figures or grow by a massive amount of people in your audience or whatever that might be. And for some reason, even though you were connected to that goal, you kind of lost track of it. And now you, the only thing you can focus on and notice is how far away you are from that goal and how no matter what you do now is just not cutting it. It's like, it seems like before you reach that goal, it's going to take a gazillion years. If you've ever been in that situation, my goal is by the end of this episode, you will be able to focus on what actually can serve you in reaching that outcome a lot faster with more confidence, with more certainty so that you can show up the way you need to every single day not feel bogged down by the heaviness and really move forward. So if you're ready to go, let's go ahead and get started. Hello, Grounded Visionaries. How are you doing today? So I was on a mastermind call today with some uh, amazing entrepreneurs. I mean, these women are just, I'm like blown away by the work that they're doing. And um, I wanted to talk about something that came up today because I feel like it's a place that many of us have been in, especially for us who have been wanting to create something really big for ourselves. Like if you've ever been in a situation where you have these big dreams, like you have a goal for making a certain amount of money or hitting a certain number on your like even your Instagram account following or for for this particular um, woman, she wants to hit I think she wants to hit a million subscribers on YouTube specifically. So we're talking kind of about that. And there's a vision and there's a reason for it. And she's been doing the work she needs to. So she's been posting videos and she's been showing up. But then when she would start posting content, she would kind of get dropped down into quote unquote reality where, you know, the videos are not getting hundreds of thousands of views. And she's she's growing her audience and she's getting subscribers but they're not like thousands of subscribers every month like she's envisioning getting so then she starts focusing on the things that she is doing and then she starts feeling bad and like she's not successful and she just wants to win today and it's like how do you balance that wanting to grow now wanting to get results now wanting to like see things working right now and especially when you're like faced with so many things that you could be doing and you start kind of like noticing, well, maybe I need to try this thing and maybe I need to try this other strategy. Maybe I need to join this other membership or this other course. And you kind of start to like think of all the things you need to be doing. You're very much in like your masculine energy of like, let me do, do, do. This problem has to be solved. I, I'm going to find a way to solve it. And then not connecting as much to the vision of why you want to make this happen, whether it's for her, it was, you know, hitting a million subscribers on YouTube, but maybe for you, it's generating seven figures total in your business revenue over the course of several years, wherever it is that you are right now, whether it's making $250,000 in a year in revenue, maybe it's making 100000 in profit in a year in your business. Maybe it's enrolling 100 clients in your group coaching program. Maybe it's something else. Being connected to that vision and that goal and then being faced with the reality of today. If you've ever been in that situation, let me know because I know I have. And it can be really, it can be tricky to navigate that because it, it's kind of like the reality doesn't match up. And I think, you know, people love to talk about like, just be in the vision and be in that. And I think that's absolutely correct and a thousand percent. But 
when we really come back down to it, like it's not always that easy. It's not always that easy to just be high vibe all the time and just think of all the positive things. Like at the end of the day, like we all have bad days. Like that just happens and avoiding it and not talking about it doesn't help anyone. What we need to talk about is how to navigate when these days come up because they will come up. I think it's there's no point in pretending like there are people that are perfect because I don't really believe that anyone's perfect. We all face challenges in our lives. We have challenging days. We have tough days. We have tough weeks. We have tough months. And I know because I've been there in many, many ways and many times. And this is something that interestingly has happened to me a lot where I have become very, very good at growing my business in a way that's a little bit more hands-off, as you might know. And this allows me a lot of space and spaciousness to be creative and think of ideas and think of like new things that I want to do. And that can be exciting and that can also be detrimental to my actual momentum and growth because I then start changing things and start thinking I need to do things differently when in fact the things that I'm doing are working. And that's kind of the thing. If you are doing the thing that you know you need to be doing in order to hit your goal, whenever that might be, whether it's right away or eventually, a lot of times we start to doubt that what we're doing is working, even though it is. So we have these expectations. A lot of times you might have these expectations that in order for me to get to that goal, I need to have a specific outcome today. Whether it's, you know, again, let's say that you want to, I don't know, double your revenue this year. So you're expecting, okay, well, then I need to double my revenue this month. And if you don't double your revenue this month, then something's wrong. Well, what if it wasn't wrong? What if it just is what it is and you just have to keep going and eventually you will double that revenue in that month? But I think a lot of times we forget a few things. We forget the compounding effect. We forget the fact that the work that you put in today, all the energy, all the effort, all the, you know, the... The connectedness that we put into the actions that we take every single day, they do compound over time. And I think it's so easy to compare ourselves to people who are further along, to people who have reached the goals that you have for yourself and think that because they reached it maybe in less time than you have, that there's something wrong with you. What if there was nothing wrong with you? What if you're just on the path that you need to be on? to learn the lessons you need to learn so you can be the most amazing, amazing person when you get there, a person that amazingly is able to handle the level of growth and success that you want. Because everything that you were dealt, every situation that you're dealt, every situation that comes up, whether it's the challenges and you know the, the stuff that we can't expect, all of these things that come up for us are coming up to teach us something, to, be, to help us hold the level of success, growth that we want at the end of the day, right? So I think it's super easy to start laser focusing on what isn't going well and what is happening today and losing track of that ultimate vision. And when we do that, that vision can feel further and further away. You know, million subscribers on YouTube can feel really, really far away when you're making videos right now that are only getting a thousand views and only 50 subscribers. It's like, oh my gosh, this is going to take a gazillion years before I get to my goal. So it's really easy to focus on the reality of the situation now and think how it's not going well because of this massive expectation we have. And we wanted to get that. We want to get there in a certain amount of time. And it's like, it has to happen or bust. 
Why does it have to happen in that amount of time? Why? Where is that coming from? Is it coming from a place of actual empowerment? Is it coming from a place of like, you know, it feels empowering for me to say that I reached that amount of money or this amount of growth and audience or whatever that might be. And I want to reach that because it feels good. And that's that? Probably not. There's probably something else underneath it. You probably have it mean something about you. So what is it? What is that thing that you're making it mean about you? If you reach your goal in the allotted time that you give yourself, what do you think that's going to mean about you? Does that, does that mean that you're enough? Does it going to mean that you made it? Does it mean that you can finally tell your ex to shove it and that he didn't know what he was talking about when he said your business is stupid and silly? Is it something else? I find that a lot of times we set these expectations that are rooted in the wrong thing. And it makes it really easy for us to lose track of the right thing. When we focus on this arbitrary goal in a certain amount of time, of course, and don't get me wrong, like I think having goals that are really big and really amazing and scary and massive and you're like, I have no idea how the heck I'm going to make this happen. I do think that there's a lot of value in doing that. And I have my clients set goals like that or intentions. I call them intentions like that as well. Um, as long as they make you feel empowered and as long as they get you to step outside of your comfort zone. But the big thing is not putting limitations on it or not putting expectations on it and not having it mean something about you when you're not hitting it or when your current reality doesn't match up with what you expect it to be. Because the most important thing you need to focus on is what is actually going well? How am I actually doing things correctly and well and good right now? Regardless of what the goal is, am I doing what I know I need to be doing? Can I confidently say that I am showing up in the way that I need to, to reach my goal? Whether it's I'm reaching the goal this month or I'm reaching the goal a year from now or two years from now, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you reach the goal. So am I showing up right now so I can confidently say that I will eventually get there? Yes or no? Can I confidently say that the way I'm showing up energetically is in service of who I actually need to be to reach that level of growth or success or whatever that might be, whatever goal? Am I being the person I need to be to get there? Or am I being the person that is actually not going to be, right? So what I'm getting at is, are you coming at it from a place of empowerment? Are you coming at it from a place of vision? Are you coming at it from a place of, you know, I get to be this person and I'm aligning with being this identity of this person now? Or did I just set a goal and that's it because I, I just want to have a goal? Like, what's, what's, the, what's the energy behind it? So with that said, it's still easier said than done. <laughs> and anytime I get in that spot where, you know, interestingly enough, I actually don't set goals that much. I, I actually, the only times I ever set goals is before launches. And I, I am a big fan of launching. And I think it's super exciting and empowering and fun um, because, you know, we do it the more scalable way. So it isn't tiring and stuff like that. 
But that's really the only time I ever set goals. But even when I say goals, I I really learned to not put a lot of attachment into it. And that's that's something I needed to work on over years. Um, but I still have vision in, in a different way of where I think I need to be at, like what expectations I have for my business and stuff like that. And it can sometimes be kind of frustrating for me when I see people who have been in business for way less time and then they're like way surpassing me. And it can feel very triggering for me to be like, well, I must be doing something wrong. And the truth is, is sometimes it's not that I'm doing something wrong, it's that I'm just not showing up the way I need to be showing up. Sometimes that is the case. This is why I think it's so important to have a check-in with yourself, an objective check-in of like, if we really look at how I've been showing up, has it been in alignment of me reaching the goal that I have for myself? Yes or no? And a lot of times the answer will be no, which is great because that's something you can very easily fix. Sometimes the answer is yes. Yes, I have been showing up the way I need to. Okay, great. So this is where we can start to get curious. Okay, so if you have been showing up the way you need to, has it been growing your business? Has it been impacting it? Yes or no? And typically, the answer is going to be yes. You just might not expect it to be in the way that you necessarily expect it to be right now. So I'll have clients saying like, oh, yeah, I really want to make, you know, $300,000 in a year. I'm like, okay, great. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I've been in my, my business for years and it still hasn't happened. So like, what the heck? I'm, I'm showing up all the time. I'm doing all the things. Okay. Is that really true? Do you truly, can you confidently say with 100% certainty that you are showing up the way you need to in order to make this goal a reality? They'll be like, well, I think so. Yes or no. You either are showing up or you're not. If you're not sure, the answer is probably no. So what do you need to change? The answer is yes. Okay, I can confidently say. Great. So is it actually impacting your business in a positive way, in any positive way? Are you getting... Are people seeing your content? Are people responding to your emails? Are people buying? Are people inquiring about your offer? Yes or no? Well, yeah, just not at the level I want. Okay, but it's happening. So let's focus on what is happening and keep doubling down on that. Instead of, well, but I'm expecting it to be, you know, uh, six figures in a week because that's what other people are doing. So because it's not that goal, then something's wrong. Well, it doesn't mean that something's wrong. We just need to focus on what is going well so we can double down on that. Okay, I need to take a step back because I'm going in this direction and I wanted to say something else. Anytime I find myself in a situation like this, after doing that objective assessment, and you can go deeper in this, and this is something that you can go a lot deeply into depending on kind of like what your goal is and what you're looking to do. Like we would do this with launches, we would do this with Evergreen, we would do this with a lot of different things depending on what you're, you know, what, what our clients are working on. But the next step I actually ask myself is, how is my energy? If I was to really tap into my energy, is my energy feeling like actually empowered? Am I feeling aligned? Am I feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really like, I can, I can, I feel good. Like, is that really what's happening? Or is there any kind of level of doubt, concern, hesitation, fear? Because if that's happening, which usually that's going to be the case, I want to start to audit why that might be going on. And this is where we can go really deep into mindset stuff, which we're not going to do right now. Um, but one of the things that I like to do is I like to start to become hyper aware of what is causing me to feel that way. And I'm going to tell you something. There are a few things 
that camouflage as fun, empowering, and aligned things that actually aren't. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this again. There are certain things that you're probably doing or you're probably experiencing, you're probably interacting with on probably a daily basis or, or a weekly basis that on the surface seem like they're helping you, but they're actually not. They're actually making everything worse. So I'm curious right now, is there anything that comes to mind that could fit that? So I'm going to tell you two of my things. One of my things is consuming content. And look, if you realize that you consuming this podcast is going to be the thing that needs to go, then so be it. Like, I want you ultimately to feel empowered and like show up the way you need to and, you know, grow the business that you want. So if this podcast and me don't help you with that, then I want you to please move to something that does make you feel empowered. But I, I have noticed that anytime I feel like I'm doubting myself, I'm doubting what I need to be doing, I'm doubting my results, I'm not focusing on like what I need to be doing, it's because there's actually three things. Number one, I'm focusing on the wrong things. I'm focusing on, which is funny because I really like numbers, I really like looking at the data, but I'm focusing too much on it. I'm focusing too much on the things that don't matter. For me, it's too much on the lack of the data and not lack of data, but lack of the results. So if I'm like, okay, I posted five times and I only got these many views and I got like, I'm over, uh, I'm, I'm over analyzing it. I'm over, look, I'm looking at it too much objectively, basically. And I'm assessing it a little bit too, like too much, basically, right? And I'm because of that, I'm really noticing and expanding the lack. So instead of being like, okay, well, this is what's happening. Cool. Let's make some adjustments and let's keep going. I sometimes go a little bit too deeply into it where I, I really feel the gap between where I am and where I want to be because of the statistics and the data and the things that are happening right now. And I'm not telling you to stop looking at data. I think it's important to look at data. But sometimes it can be um, detrimental to your growth if, you're, if it's making you spiral out of control and make you feel like, ah, oh, it's never going to work. Right. So you just want to be cautious and just aware of how it's making you feel. So that's one thing. The second within that, actually, the, the, the sub point to this is what I always do. Always do this. I connect back to who is in my audience. I connect back to who is already there. So if I am ever like in a situation where I'm like, I really want to grow my audience or I really want to get more sales. Then instead of focusing on the people that haven't paid me yet or haven't joined my audience yet, which is, again, focusing on the lack, focusing who isn't there and trying to perform and do all the things like, I mean, just perform and, and be the person I need to be. And like, please sign up, please buy, please do the things for the people that like, they don't even know me yet. I completely shift my attention to people who are there, who are paying attention, who are buying for me. And I serve them more. I show up more for them. I connect with them more. I ask them more questions. I want to know what they want to know from me. I want to know. And I just like connect and focus on them. And I just honestly, I don't even care about people that aren't there. If, you know, people unsubscribe, whatever. I'm like, cool, whatever. I don't really focus on that at all. Who is there? Who wants to be there? Let me serve you. Let me double down on that. Let me connect with your heart. Let me connect with why you're here. Let me connect with what you're wanting in your life, what you're wanting in your business, what has been challenging for you. How have I helped you? How can I help you? Connecting to the heart. That's always the first thing I do. And that helps me focus on what actually matters. Because without people, without an audience, without community, without people who are already there, you can't possibly grow because you don't know what's 
like who actually wants to be there already. When you focus on the people who are already there, you just have to double down on ser serving those people in potentially public ways. And naturally, you're going to just attract other people who are just like them. Like that's just that happens all the time. And you're going to be so much happier because it doesn't matter at that point what the numbers are because you just need to like, obviously, I think it's still important to look at the numbers and look at the data. I think it is important, but you also have to be like more, more attention should be brought to the heart of who is already there. And that's number one. The second thing, the second thing I always look at is overconsumption of content. Anytime I find myself focusing, kind of distracted, try, thinking I need to do all the all the fancy strategies. I need to do this and I need to do that. And I'm, you know, I'm an entrepreneur at heart, which I did not know when I was younger, but I want to try all the businesses. I want to store all the businesses. I want to do all the things. I will, in an ideal world, I would have like a bazillion businesses and do them all at the same time with perfect execution. And that's just not the reality. Um, so if that's not the reality, that's fine. And I still get distracted. It's so easy to get distracted. With the shiny things that we see, we see people running ads to this, like, you know, revolutionary strategy to whatever, grow your sales, get clients, you know, whatever that might be, right? And I'm very, I'm like very receptive to that stuff because I'm like a naturally very curious person. So I'm like, let me see. I opt into a bunch of things. I see a bunch of stuff. I buy a bunch of things. Buy a bunch of mini courses, I buy a bunch of bundles, I buy, buy, buy a course, sign up for a freaking mentorship thing. And then I'm stuck with like 10 things that I've signed up for. I'm trying to consume all of it. And again, instead of focusing on what actually has been working for me, and instead of focusing on the things that I know I can do, because, you know, for me specifically, obviously, I've been doing this for like nearly a decade, actually. If you look at my other businesses, over a decade. Like, I know what works, but I'm still, I still get distracted. I still get swept off. So if you've been like in that situation where you're like, ah, I'm a, sh I'm a sh shiny object, I'm a squirrel, like, I know, me too, I feel you, it's okay, we have to just bring ourselves back to what we need to do. So overconsumption of content actually feels good, feels like, oh, I'm doing something for my business. But if you're doing more consumption versus creation, there's something wrong. The only exception to this is if you actually don't know how to do thing something like how to actually implement a strategy. Like you don't have a sales strategy. You don't know what you're doing in terms of getting sales. And yes, spend the time to put that together because that is important. Like when I have uh, Evergreen Archive clients, it takes time and energy to put an automated sales system in place. So you're going to have to do that. Of course, you're going to have to go through the process and implement and stuff like that. But once it's done, once it's already like it's working, it's done. Okay, if you keep consuming more and more and more and more to try to like reinvent the wheel, like at, at some point, it becomes detrimental to your growth instead of just doing what's already working and doubling down on that. So in situations like that, I have to unsubscribe and just clear out my plate and focus back on what I know works and what I know I need to do. And again, if you don't know what you need to do, that's a different story. Moving on from there. The, the other thing that I also need to do is unfollowing people. I unsubscribe from people's newsletters. I unfollow people on social media who very specifically, and, I, and that's not everyone, but if you look at my Instagram account, I don't follow a lot of people and that's very intentional. I don't follow people just because they follow me. I don't really, I don't really do that. I'm very intentional with what content I consume because I can be easily excited and easily squirrel <laughs> mindset. So for me, I need to orchestrate an environment for me to operate at my, at my highest 
invest frequency and energy and productivity. And the other aspect of that is there are certain people that sometimes feel very empowering to me to follow because maybe they talk about big results that they have, big income goals, big whatever. They really help me think bigger. There are certain people that I sometimes follow that they're doing such massive things that it feels empowering for me to step into thinking bigger sometimes. And then other times that same person can trigger me and make me feel mad and angry and like, oh, why am I not there? Why am I still struggling, right? So anytime, so this is kind of where it's weird because the same person can have a different like energy for you at different times. And yes, of course, sometimes it's valuable to like look at that and be like, okay, well, why am I feeling like this? Do I need to look at it? Do I need to like whatever? And that's fine. But honestly, most of the time, I just unfollow people. If I get any kind of twinge of negative feeling, like I feel jealous or I feel like, what's wrong with me? Why am I not there? Why is she there? Or if I ever get a feeling of, um, oh, this person's just full of shit. Like, I'm sure she's lying about this or whatever else, which that last one doesn't happen very often, but um, sometimes it still happens. I just unfollow because I don't need that energy in my life. I don't need the energy of hesitation. I don't need the energy of doubt. I don't need the energy of confrontation in that sense. So for me, I actually need to unfollow people. And I'm, I'm very, I have to be very hyper aware of how things make me feel. Because again, sometimes these accounts, sometimes they're amazing, but sometimes they're not. And this is where it's like, I know I need to protect what I consume. I need to protect myself from consuming things that are actually going to cause me to notice my lack more. Because in situations where you have a long way to go until you reach your goal, it's really easy to focus on what isn't going well. It's really easy to focus on how far you have yet to go. But that's not going to help you get there faster. In fact, it's going to prolong how long it's go. You know how like if you're walking and then you're like, oh my gosh, I have... So, okay, this is this is going to be a weird uh, analogy, but anytime I walk down, I, I live in a, currently I live in an apartment building and the, the, the hallways are really long. And anytime I'm walking down a hallway, if I look at the end of the hallway, it seems like it's just going to go on forever. And I don't know if you've ever seen some of these like horror movies. I don't really watch horror movies very often, but sometimes it's like, you know those movies where it seems like the 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 hallway just expands and it looks like it's going to take like miles before you get to the end? That's how it feels when you look and focus on the lack. That's how it feels when you look and focus on like how far you have yet to go and how far everything is and like, oh my goodness. So instead of that, let's focus on, okay, let's look at the first benchmark. Yes, I have a long way ahead of, my, uh, ahead of me. Let's focus on that. Let's not worry about that. Because I will get there. I'm getting there. I'm on my way there. I'm, I'm almost there. Don't even worry about that. That's not it. Like, it's happening. That's kind of the energy you need to come into it. It's happening. It's done. Whether it happens this month, next month, a year from now, two years from now, it doesn't matter. I'm getting there. And it's more important for me that I get there. It's happening. It's already done. I just need to now get there. But I can make it easier or harder on myself. I can make it easier by focusing on just the steps I'm taking enjoying the steps I'm taking so I don't get tired by the time I get there, right? If you're like walking, um, if you're okay, 
if you're walking on a treadmill and you're walking at an incline, what's going to be easier? You walking with no music, no sound, and focusing on your legs moving and how hard it is. And let's say you have to go for 10, 20 minutes. What's going to be easier? You focusing on how your legs feel and how hard it is and how like, oh my gosh, you know, this is, this is not easy. I'm sweating, getting hot in here. This is so boring. Is that going to be easier? Or is it going to be easier if you're watching like Vanderpump Rules on your phone while you're doing it? Which one's going to make the time go by faster? Well, probably the one where you're actually enjoying yourself and you're watching Vanderpump Rules or whatever it is that you want to watch. And you're like enjoying your time, right? Yeah, because you're not, and it's not about distracting yourself, but you're focusing on what is enjoyable about the situation that you're in right now. So instead of focusing on what isn't working or how far you have yet to go, focus on what is going well. Trust that you're getting there. You're getting there. It's fine. I'm getting there. I can either enjoy the ride or I can feel like it's the worst time of my entire life. So which one am I going to choose? And you can consciously choose one or the other by the actions you take and what you surround yourself with and what you consume and let into your life. So the decision is yours. So yeah, that's my message for you today. If it resonates, please let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at heartbehindhustle. Guys, I'm so happy to be back podcasting and just sharing things. And I just, I'm really excited about like not having a strategy with this. I'm just like, I just want to share things. I'm just going to go for it. So I really appreciate any, um, any insights that you get from this. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time.